Love that shirt. Love the shirt. I just want to kick it off with that. I don't really know what else to say, but other than the shirt. Thank you so much. I, you know, technically I did wear it just for you. So <laughs> thank you. Look at that interview <laughs> over. Thank you. That's it. No. <laughs> um, my first question to you is you play, you obviously played Charlie in the upcoming film Fire Island. What attracted you to this role? Um, I, a couple of things. First off, um, you know, uh, because um, a big part of the story was uh, exploring like the racial tension between like white cisgender gay men of privilege and basically like everyone else in the queer community, I was like, this is a this is a space that I can take up. This is like a character that I can inhabit where like my privilege and my body as a white person is being leveraged to tell, uh, a more important story uh, for other people, right? Like really the story is uh, Bowen and Joel's story. Um, but to be able to like be a, a tool to like help tell that story was really attractive to me. I was also just like, wow, like a gay, a gay rom-com. Um, there's like not, they're not chugging out dozens of those at a time. So I was like this, like I have to seize this opportunity while I have it. And also just how, how queer the movie is, that it's like about this queer place. It's all of these queer people. There's not really any straight people in the story and the immediacy of it to like the, the lives of like fully grown, actualized out of the closet queer people, that it wasn't a coming out story or a story about like, you know, um, queer people struggling with their identity. It's like everybody in the movie knows, at least in terms of their sexuality, like where they're at and what they're doing. And it's more about, you know, a theme that I don't think has been explored enough until now, because we have been so fixated on like, coming out stories and first love stories and like the, the, the trauma queer people experience at the hands of straight people. But this was a story about the ways that we are cruel sometimes to each other. And I think that that's something that we have to talk about, right? And that we have to like um, articulate and digest it through art and their because we just like haven't had as much room at the table up until now. I don't know that that's being happening, but like this script, even though we shot it, you know, a year ago, it's like so relevant. It's so timely. It feels very of the moment. And um, also it's just like funny and silly. Uh, and Bowen, like, I was like, are you kidding? Easiest guy to fall in love with on camera. So, so many things, I don't know. We could spend the whole interview talking about reasons why I wanted to do the job, but um, I just felt like it was an important story and like, uh, yeah, I needed to be a part of it. I think that's one of the things that fascinated me about the film is there's so many layers to this story, right? Yeah. And it's so, and it's not just on screen, but off screen, as you mentioned. So for me, it's like, I'm sure there's a sense of vulnerability playing within a film like this kind of how did you kind of prepare for something like that and did the comfort 
knowing that all these other individuals on set are kind of comfort in that in, in their own sexuality did that help you in your preparation and kind of that nervousness I think I was so excited to get started and then when we got on set I think we all sort of it gradually dawned on us like the significance of what we were doing and the importance of what we were doing um and then I think there was a lot of pressure that we were putting on ourselves because we were like you know even though we are obviously um good people to be telling this story like why I think there was a lot of imposter syndrome of being like am I the person to tell this story like am I you know uh because it was like such a golden opportunity in terms of preparation I mean beyond the usual stuff that I do to get ready for like any role I think I assumed it was going to be easier right I was like I I finally don't have to like go into this character because he's openly gay in a movie about like queer life I don't have to be as worried about like you know when I go to play straight characters or I'm auditioning to play straight characters a big question that hangs over the whole experience is am I coming off as gay um and that was like not a concern in this movie but then the difficulties were like more nuanced it's like when you think when you are playing something that you think is really accessible it's like then sometimes more fleeting than you expect it to be um I don't know did that answer your question <laughs> perfect it's perfect yeah absolutely for sure um Andrew Ahn and Joe Kim Booster obviously uh Joe Kim wrote the film on directed the film what was it like working with not just Joe Kim on screen, but also within that writing process of, of understanding his script and then of course working with Andrew, Andrew as well? It was really um, beautiful to sort of like watch them come together and like meet in the middle creatively in terms of I think, and a lot of the reviews have noted this too, I think taken in a different creative direction, it would have still been a really silly, funny, happy movie, but it might have been relegated further into just like a rom-com, just like a sweet, silly, queer rom-com, which still would have been, you know, groundbreaking in its way. But I think because we had Andrew, he found a way to imbue everything with like all of these layers. Um, he, he understood the significance of tiny, tiny moments. And he understood a way to like show the story visually that like preserved all of the comedy, but like kept the, the weight and the truth of what was happening. Um, with Joel, it was just, you know, he like, the island is really important to him. That's a real thing. He really believes in that place and its capacity to do for queer people what it does for everybody in this story. Um, bring them into contact with people who will love them and support them. You know, foster new communities. Have these like sort of eye-opening aha moments that sometimes it feels like you can only have when you're just in the presence of other queer people he he loves that place and he loves the culture that he's exploring and celebrating in the film and he loves you know having Bowen there and Matt there it's like many of the 
the dynamics that were being explored on camera, versions of them existed off camera. And it was just really cool to watch someone and rewarding to be a part of someone bringing something. This wasn't like just a movie to him. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a movie to either of them or to any of us. And so it was like, and you know, sometimes that, that meant that we were like, whoa, we really have to get this right. But throughout the whole process, there was like a, a focus and like an energy and a joy that came from being like, we're not just making, you know, we're not just like blowing aliens up or like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Absolutely, 100% what you're saying. And not yeah. that like, you should only make art that feels very immediate to your personal experience, but just like watching this, this dream that Joel had had for such a long time that felt like a pipe dream that was like basically impossible, watching it come come to life and fruition in, in such an immediate way has just been very rewarding. While working on this project, um, what is something you learned about yourself playing in that role of Charlie? Oh, um, <laughs> that I am actually pretty awkward and easy to fluster. Um, I don't know, uh, like, So many things it's like hard to like sort of separate because the filming process was so specific like what I was taking from being Charlie and what I was just taking from being in this group of like hyper talented super functional queer people I guess like and you know especially now going back out to the island it's this is all going to sound very obvious but being in the presence of queer people just like being constantly vigilant about the kind of bullshit that Bowen and Joel and, and anybody in the Tuna Walk house was being put through in environments like that, right? Like not just, because I think where Charlie enters the movie is sort of like, well, I'm nice and like, I like everybody, so there's no problem. But it's like, no, right? If you're surrounded by people who are perpetuating these like harmful divisions and this like pyramid scheme of like, or food chain of like being gay. I don't know. I just like paying attention to the people that, that you're bringing into those spaces and paying attention to the way that those spaces operate and like recognizing where you need to be the person to step in and like address inappropriate behavior because it is something, all of those moments, all of the like, uh, can we help you moments of like people being like shady or rude or dismissive happen on the island and they happen in queer culture and gay bars all the time. And it's like that stuff's not gonna start going away unless people in positions of social power notice it when it's happening and make it clear that like those people if there is a social hierarchy the people obsessed with maintaining a social hierarchy exist at the bottom of it you know what i mean and making sure yeah. that you're like very intentionally not passively just by being nice but very intentionally like building an atmosphere that is welcoming to everyone in the community because again i think 
Charlie was just sort of taking his good nature for granted at the beginning of the film. And then through seeing the way that Cooper and Reese behave and treat um, How uh, Howie and Noah, <laughs> being like, oh my God, no, it's like more complicated than this. And I need to be like trying harder and focusing more. Uh, one quick question before we go. So I took to, took to Twitter and asked a fan question and I got a fun one from Catherine. Would Charles and Joe Goldberg get along? <laughs> so again, the thing about, <laughs> of course, that's the question. Um, I think they would because Joe, as we know, really loves kids. And so does Charlie as a pediatrician. Um, I think, you know, Charlie just tries to get along with everybody. And we know Joe from Four Seasons is very charming. Um, and I do think if Charlie found out that Joe is a serial killer, I do think he would be like, oh, um, I need to report you to the police, uh, but also you should get, uh, you, you're sick and you, and you need to get treatment for this, you know? So I think, yeah, I think he would definitely respond to it better than Forty did. <laughs> Which is a low bar, but what can you do? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs>